millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. This morning, a new aggressive form of COVID forces Melbourne back into a seven-day lockdown. Queensland slams its borders shut to Victoria as thousands of close contacts are identified. Australian Defence Force personnel called in to help with Melbourne's snap lockdown and rape charges dropped, beefing up security for Jack DeBellin's return to rugby league. This is 7 News with Jodie Spears. Good morning. Melbourne is waking up to life in lockdown for the fourth time since the pandemic began. Seven days of restrictions started at midnight. The only reasons to leave home are for work, for necessary shopping, caregiving, two hours of exercise and vaccination. This variant is moving at a faster pace. Uh, So our contact tracers uh, are doing a a brilliant job, uh, but we need to get on top of this. The total number of cases for this cluster is 26, one of whom is in ICU. Up to 14,000 close contacts have been identified across 150 exposure sites. The AFL has announced sweeping changes to the weekend's matches. Several games have been moved into state and fans have been banned from attending games in the city this weekend. Tonight's blockbuster Bulldogs-Demons game will only go ahead if all players test negative, while the first state of origin game at the MCG on June 9 could be rescheduled elsewhere. New figures have revealed Melbourne's lockdown could cost businesses an eye-watering $1 billion. JobKeeper support payments are no longer available to business owners, leaving many to cover the cost of lost revenue themselves. The federal government is looking at providing some support for those affected. Queensland has shut its border to Melbourne for the third time since the pandemic began, declaring the entire state a hotspot. Only returning residents are allowed to enter the Sunshine State, but will go straight into hotel quarantine. New South Wales and the ACT remain the only states open to Victoria, asking arrivals to isolate in their accommodation for the seven-day lockdown period. 
New South Wales is on alert after an alarming drop in coronavirus check-ins at venues across the state. 21 million fewer people checked in using QR codes in April compared to January. Health authorities say the lack of compliance would make it harder to trace contacts in the event of a local outbreak as Melbourne's cluster continues to grow. Prime Minister Scott Morrison has pledged hundreds of Defence Force personnel to help Victoria get through its latest COVID outbreak. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken. Good morning, Taylor. The PM wants Victoria to open up as soon as possible. Yes, Jody. good morning, but only if it is safe to do so, with Prime Minister Scott Morrison saying what we know about this virus is changing rapidly. More than 200 Defence First person. Defence Force personnel are currently on the ground in Victoria helping with the COVID response, with the federal government also sending an extra 140,000 doses of the AstraZeneca vaccine to Melbourne to help speed up that rollout. Prime Minister Scott Morrison says while Commonwealth support is on offer and ready to go, the next week will be tough on Victorians. In the COVID world, the challenges will come. We've always been very upfront about that. No system is absolutely foolproof. And that means that when challenges like this come from time to time, you address them. You address them together. You address them calmly, patiently, understanding of the difficulties that this clearly is going to impose on, on Victorians over the course of the next seven days. The outbreak forcing the federal government's hand to build and fund a new national quarantine facility. The exact site in Melbourne is still under consideration, but the federal government wants the $200 million venture to be jointly funded but run by the states. It comes as 150 people landed in Melbourne on a repatriation flight from India, landing just hours before that lockdown came into effect. Jody. OK, thanks, Taylor. There's good news around the corner for those with a need Needle phobia. A clinical trial at the University of the Sunshine Coast is exploring needle-free vaccines with endless possibilities. The future of vaccine development in our own backyard. It's painless, uh, which is very well tolerated and which is likely to produce a very good immune protective response. Protection for children against the potentially deadly measles and rubella diseases or without the nasty needles. You don't want a needle stick injury, you don't want cross infection, you don't want needle phobia. Uh, so there's a lot of advantages. People aged between 18 and 50 are now wanted for the clinical trial at the University of the Sunshine Coast's Moray Field Hub. We will need probably 300 participants to get 60 to eventually come on trial. It could be available in the next few years for any number of vaccinations. The patch itself fits comfortably in the palm of your hand and is a lot less confronting than traditional needles. If the technology is successful, it's also hoped it will help alleviate future vaccine hesitancy. And unlike some vaccines, these don't require refrigeration, so they could be used in humanitarian efforts. You can get out to the far distant parts of, of uh, you know, an African mountain and uh, supply the vaccine and know that it will be safe and effective. Screenings for the trial begin next week. Ned Balm, 7 News. Jack DeBellin will be given his own personal security for his comeback to rugby league this weekend after sexual assault charges against him were dropped. DeBellin is free to return to rugby league and take up his $3 million four-year deal with the Dragons. He'll appear on the, on the field for the first time in 30 months at a reserve grade match on Saturday. 
Israel Folau says he's now planning to take legal action against Queensland Rugby League for discrimination and denying him the opportunity to practice his profession. The QRL says Folau can only play for the local league after he's released from his international club contract. An elderly driver has slammed his car into a bakery in Sydney's south. CCTV captured the moment the vehicle ploughed through the shop, which was empty at the time. Two women and a toddler who were sitting outside narrowly avoided being hit. No one was seriously hurt. The driver in his 80s was treated for minor injuries. A parliamentary inquiry has been launched in New South Wales into mobile speed cameras. Recent changes include the removal of warning signs and reduced high-vis signs on the vehicles. It has led to millions of dollars in extra fines. The inquiry will look into the changes and determine whether they've reduced the death toll on our roads. Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews could be back at work in a week when the state emerges from this latest lockdown. He's set to return next month after breaking his back in early March. Anyone who's had a major back injury uh, knows the, the duration, the pain uh, of, of that recovery. Uh, but he's going well, he's walking. The Deputy Premier says his boss has been fully briefed on the current crisis. Babies at risk of being born early will have a better chance of arriving safely with a new drug becoming widely available. The treatment is normally expensive, but in many cases prevents preterm births, which are on the rise in Australia. A miracle weighing in at 1.1 kilograms. No chubby cheeks, a tube to feed and help to breathe. This isn't how Sarah Lumchi pictured baby Isaac. He didn't in some ways didn't feel like my own baby. She had an emergency birth 10 weeks early. Isaac suffered a brain injury and was later diagnosed with cerebral palsy. It's very emotional to see him achieve even the most simple of things. There are 28,000 stories of preterm births in Australia each year. It's the leading cause of death in children under five. Preterm birth is a syndrome, so it hits you from different angles. But doctors have found one common risk factor, a shortened cervix. And now there is an intervention available. Using progesterone to prevent early arrivals. The drug is subsidised under the Pharmaceutical Benefits Scheme. Premature birth rates are rising across Australia now at 8% and roughly double that in the Indigenous population. It's those mothers who stand to benefit most. And those women sometimes have difficulties to access this treatment. But now with subsidy, it's just uh, a huge step forward. To help mums meet due dates and healthy bubs. Michelle Jensen, 7 News. A portrait of an Aussie singer has been named the 2021 Archibald Packing Room Prize winner. Art Gallery staff picked the painting, first proposed as an album cover from 52 finalists. If the eyes don't give it away, perhaps this song will. Revealing Kate Sobrano, an Aussie songstress in paint for perpetuity. I think the brief was paint me powerful and strong. Determination and, and strength and fierceness. And vulnerability. It's quite a fine therapy for someone to actually look at you and go, well, you are what you is. It's amazing. A historic honour. This is the first painting of a woman by a woman to win the Packing Room Prize. A hefty gong for the women this year, which is great. A gong awarded by Brett Cuthbertson, the gallery's head packer. He's in charge of hanging all the art. 
I wish it was that simple, yeah. but no. <laughs> While his job's complicated, his criteria's simple. The subject must be well known. And it's got to look like him. It's got to be good, you know. It, it can't be rubbish. More than 900 portraits were entered in this year's competition, but only 52 of them made the cut. Now hung here on the gallery's walls. Each one of them, their style, their subject, as unique as the last. Capturing imagination and attention. Once I saw Catherine's picture of Kate, it, it sort of, I forgot the others, but they were, good, they were good paintings. One of them will win the Archibald next week. Tom Hartley, 7 News. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading higher this morning, the Nasdaq remaining steady, in London the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX also lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed 93 points lower, Hong Kong's Hang Seng also down, the All Lords finished the session higher and the ASX 200 closed up four points. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,896 US dollars an ounce, oil 66 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 77.41 US cents, nearly 85 Japanese yen and $1.06 New Zealand. A man alleged to have stalked South Australia's Premier has been found not guilty due to mental incompetence. Simon Key is accused of leaving abusive voice messages on Stephen Marshall's answering machine. A district court ruled bipolar disorder impacted his actions. He will be under mental health supervision until he faces court again in August. A powerful cyclone has battered India's east coast, killing at least five people and leaving more than 50,000 homeless. In West Bengal, more than 1,000 low-lying villages have been flooded by huge storm surges. Up to 10 million people have been impacted by the cyclone. And the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge have made the final visits of their tour of Scotland. The royal couple met with volunteers at a green space initiative, helping some youngsters scatter seeds in an Edinburgh garden. William and Kate then showed off their sporting prowess by joining local school children for a tennis session. The origin of COVID-19 is back in the spotlight, with the US ramping up efforts to investigate whether it was leaked from a Chinese laboratory. Let's go live now to US correspondent David Boywood. Good morning, David. What's prompted this move? Jody, good morning. Well, fresh US intelligence reports have raised some very serious questions about the origin of COVID-19 and uh, whether or not it was actually leaked from that lab in Wuhan, China. As such, the US President Joe Biden has ordered investigators to get to the bottom of it. He's given them 90 days to present their findings. Now, it's a move that's been met with outrage in China. A Chinese government spokesperson today hit back, accusing America of politicising the pandemic, saying some 
people in the United States completely ignore facts and science. Now, that's China there referring to a joint fact-finding mission it conducted with the World Health Organization, which found it was extremely unlikely the virus was leaked from a lab in Wuhan. Still, Joe Biden's not convinced, today promising to make all findings public. What do you expect to get from your review, your 90-day review on where the origins of the if I knew that, I wouldn't ask for a 90-day review. I don't know. Well, what can they get if they haven't found in the past year? Would you like to release the report in full after 90 days? Uh, yes, that's, unless there's something I'm unaware of. Now, Joe Biden has called on China to cooperate with investigators. Still unclear, though, if that will happen, Jody. OK, David, thank you. To sport now, and St Kilda have omitted five players after last week's 111-point loss to the Bulldogs. Collingwood vice-captain Taylor Adams will miss the clash with Geelong with a knee injury. After nine months, Elliot Yo returns for West Coast against Essendon. Hawthorne's Sean Burgoyne returns after a month out, and Lockie Plough appeal for his two-game rough conduct ban failed at the tribunal last night. The storm continued to fly in the NRL after beating the Broncos for their ninth straight win. Brandon Smith once again starred at hooker, scoring two tries for Melbourne. Off-contract Nico Hines again impressed, scoring one and setting up two more tries in the 40-12 win. Payne Haas is in doubt for Origin 1 after picking up a knee injury. The Central Coast Mariners are all but certain to play in the finals after beating MacArthur FC 2-1 overnight. The Bulls made the early running, taking the lead in Campbelltown with a classy chip. But the Mariners showed their quality to fight back and come within a win of locking their place in the finals. The Mariners are now third, with MacArthur clinging on to a finals place in sixth. Even without league MVP Bryce Cotton, the Perth Wildcats are a force in the NBL. The reigning premiers were too classy for last season's beaten grand finalists, the Sydney Kings, cruising to an 81-67 win. The Wildcats cemented their place in second on the ladder, with the Kings on the edge of the finals in fifth. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a trough will draw moist wind, showers and storms across WA's west. A low will intensify in the Tasman, causing winds to strengthen and showers and large waves to develop about the New South Wales coast. Moist southeasterly winds will bring showers to the northeast tropics and it'll be settled elsewhere. Around the capitals, sunny in Brisbane, heading for a top of 22 degrees, windy and 18 in Sydney, partly cloudy, just 13 the top in Canberra, a shower or two in Melbourne, 14 the top, a light morning shower or two in Hobart, cloudy and 18 degrees in Adelaide, showers and a possible storm, 24 in Perth, and sunny and 32 degrees the top in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Friday, the 28th of May 2021.